Welcome to the Undefined Good Girls Podcast. A place for all things shattering the label of the good girl. I'm Vanessa, and I'm the big sister. And I'm Kiara, and I'm the little sister. We're so glad to have you join us. And we hope that you enjoy this episode. Now, let's get into it. Hello. Hey. How's it going, Kiara? Um, It is crazy over here. I am working on a big kind of life transition right now. Maybe, you know, I'll be able to speak more about it later on, but it is a little stressful, a little hectic, a little, no, not even a little. It's stressful. It's hectic. It's crazy. And of course it's like mercury retrograde right now. And when I found that out, I was like, of course I planned like a huge transition, like right smack in the middle of like this crazy time and it's already proven to be a crazy time nonetheless like very excited um just needing to like you know chill take a breath not do too much even though I have a lot that I need to get done Mm -hmm. that's like what everybody is saying is like the helpful things to do during you know mercury retrograde is to like take your time make sure you have everything backed up and uh you know having lists you know, make sure you got your checklist so you don't forget things. So I'm like, I definitely need to like be on top of that because I could really like screw up what I'm trying to do right now if I'm doing too much at once, you know? Right. That's life. And I'm really excited about, about what's happening. So yeah. How are you? So I am, I just feel kind of all over the place mentally. I'm figuring some things out in my life, you know, maybe things that I'll talk about at another time as well. Um, But yeah, I feel, I don't know. I've been feeling really good. I feel like today has been like a kind of meh feeling, Mm -hmm. you know, in this moment now, but for like the last two weeks, I've been in like a much better mood. Like I've been feeling more energized, um, just really optimistic about some things. And so yeah, I I think I'm doing okay, doing better than I've done probably in a long time, um, figuring some things out and just moving forward in this year and hoping that things will just continue to get better and better and that, you know, the pandemic will have some kind of like solution or resolution as more people are like getting vaccinated and different things like that, you know, maybe we'll see I don't know, the world open up more and more like we want it to, but yeah, I'm doing all right. Can't complain. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So this today, we're going to talk about love because it's the month of love. Well, first, first and foremost is Black History Month. (laughs) And then on top of that, it's the month of love because, you know, people be like, oh, it's a month of love. And I'm like, but I haven't seen you give a shout out to Black History Month though. Like, (laughs) let's... (laughs) Let's rewind it back. But anyway, but yeah, so it is also, you know, month of love, February, uh, Valentine's Day is in February. um, And it's a fun, fun time for a lot of people. It can also be like, kind of like, I don't know, I've always been like, you know, kind of like hashtag down with love. So (laughs) I've, I've never actually celebrated Valentine's Day in my life. And this is, this will be the first year that I actually get to celebrate it. We're going to celebrate it earlier early because of my schedule but 
still, it's like, you know, oh, this is kind of nice to actually like not be like, ah, oh. <laughs> like right. Walmart looking at the balloons and the bears. And stuff, like, ah. I just want to punch the, the bears, you know? Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I, I, you know, thought it would be really fun to talk about love. And one of the things that I'm finding in my relationship now that I've never had before is my self-love. I feel mm. like my self-love is like, up there. I'm, I'm really being very diligent with how I love myself. And, um, because of that, I'm not feeling that I need that from my partner, you know, like I don't need him to like do all of like the legwork of filling in the love because I'm doing a really good job and I've never felt this way before. I've never, I've never felt so secure in myself that it's like, honestly, like whether you come or go, whatever, I'm good though. You know? Yeah. I've never really experienced that. And so it's like knowing that I'm just like, wow, this is really, really awesome. And I think that's something that we should talk about, like how we love ourselves so that we can feel like super secure in ourselves, whether whoever comes or goes, we should be good. You know? I mean, of course there's, you know, heartbreak and stuff when, when people leave in your lives, but overall it shouldn't be like my, source for love has been cut off because this person left I'm thinking it should be like okay that source of love from another person may be cut off but like I still know how to love myself I still know that I'm probably the best at loving myself you know so yeah so that's what I wanted to talk about today just like our own self-love and and how we do that and what that looks like and ways that we can be better at that I'm kind of like you in that typically Valentine's Day has just been another day for most of my life. You know, in in school, you have, they give you the little Valentine, everyone brings Valentine um, cards or gifts and things and you exchange them throughout. Or then you get into like high school and you would have like the candy grams and, you know, people would be like, first of all, why would you, why would you do that to us? Like, it's already hard enough to be a child and a teenager. And then you want to make it like, you know, at least in elementary school, everyone got right. one. Everyone like got something. Contest and I never right. got one. And then it's like you get older and now I have to literally, some little snothead boy has to literally spend a dollar or $2, however much it was, to send a candy gram to someone. So they really have to be into you to even do that. But yeah, right. long story short, like I never got any kind of candy grams or those sort of things from someone who was like I like and they like me and stuff like that right can I just like tell a quick story because I don't think you know this no what is this an exclusive (laughs) (laughs) I mean it's very it's 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 embarrassing but I know like I the heart of it is so sweet so mom actually bought me a candy gram one time I guess this was like in middle school, actually. It was uh-huh. like, um, like seventh or eighth grade. And <laughs> I guess she had like come to school, come to my school for some reason. Uh-huh. And she bought a candy gram. So Aww. one day, like, isn't that so sweet? That's sweet. Yeah. So when, but when that, you know, they go around and, and give them to you, like, they're like, oh, Kara, you have a candy gram. And like, like I said, I never got candy grams. Nobody was looking at me back then. <laughs> so when I got one, I was like, oh my God, I was like feeling myself. I was like, oh, it must be like a secret admirer. Like, who is this? And I got it. And I saw it was from mom. And I was like, <laughs> 
how embarrassing. And people were like looking at me and they're like, oh, who's it from? And you know what? I lied. And I said it was from a secret admirer. Oh my God. Because you can't say that it's from your mom. Right. And people would be like, your mom didn't even go to this school. Like she came all the way here just to make make you not feel bad. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) They would literally make fun of me. So I was like, oh, it doesn't say who it is. (laughs) That's so sweet though, that mom would do that. Shout out to mom for that. No, yeah, it's so, so sweet. But in the moment I was like, if, I mean, if I was white, I would have been red. Yeah. I would, because I was so embarrassed at the time, but you know. A very very sweet thing. That's just a quick story that I had to tell because I, I don't think I've ever told anybody because it was so embarrassing for me at the moment. That oh, I can imagine. Yeah, I would. That's an adulthood story after you're well far removed from it, like how you are now. But, um, but yeah, that's what I would have a lot of times too in the past would be like you know, dad may give me something or mom may give me something for Valentine's right. Day. It wasn't even every year. So it's like every, you know, randomly I'll get something from them or like. They're not very consistent. (laughs) They're not consistent. It's like, look, I need y'all to be doing this every year. If you want to like, you know, I'm single. Right, right, (laughs) right. It's the same as last year. Okay. It's the same as last year and the year before that and the year before that. Yeah. So I've never really celebrated for what I guess it is. And for many years, I think you know, I was kind of down about it or sad about it. Like, oh, you know, I'm single. Like, I don't have anyone to share this moment with. Like, you see the candy and the gifts and the treats go up like months in advance and you already right. kind of know like, oh, that's not going to be something I'll partake in or, or really um, be a part of. But maybe a couple of years ago, I just decided that I was going to celebrate me on that day, celebrate right. how, you know, if I was with someone what are the things that I would want to experience or how would I want the day to play out? Mm-hmm. So I started to do things like making treats for myself. And so mm-hmm. every year for the past couple of years, I'll make like Rice Krispie treats or like little cookies or things like that. I'll make myself like a cute little pink or red cocktail and just try to embody and celebrate what love is on that day. Because I think what in general, in my journey of just like singleness and knowing that I want love and that's something that I desire in my life, but also realizing I don't, I don't want to wait around for something and not spend the time really enjoying and loving on myself. It's kind of like, go ahead and do this now. Like you are deserving of this. Even if nobody is giving it to you, you are deserving of it and you can give it to yourself. You don't have to wait for someone to acknowledge you, to acknowledge this day for you, for it to be a practice that, oh, I really love myself. Like this, it's really important to celebrate ourselves in that way. And it's really important to live in love. And that's something I've tried to embody. Like I love is all around me. I am love. I'm never in a lack of love. Cause I think that's sometimes what this holiday can bring up when you see everyone celebrating and with their loved ones, it can make you feel like a, a, a sense of lack that I don't have that. But I've been trying to remind myself, you always have love, period. Like, I don't care if you were sitting in your house and there's nobody around you, you can still, you have love with our creator, with source, with, you know, whatever it is that you want to call it. Like, 
it, it's just the energy of love is all around you and to really lean into that. And then when you lean into that, you start to feel it so that when, if you desire it, a partner comes along, you already have been in this thing, like heavy, right. like really right. doing, um, living in it and doing kind of exactly what you were saying, where you're not putting all of that on them at this point, not that you don't enjoy being in that partnership, but you're changing the narrative a little bit. Right. Yeah. I think that's what you just said about, you know, like waiting for somebody to like do those things for you. Like you don't have to wait for somebody to, you know, treat you to a fancy dinner. You don't have to wait for somebody to like buy you chocolate. You can buy it for yourself. And I don't know, like, I feel like a lot of people, because I felt this way as well, kind of feels like lame, you know, and maybe like pathetic that you have to do it for yourself. And I don't know, like, I can't say that that feeling isn't valid, but at the end of the day, like, I would much rather, I would much rather choose to celebrate myself than to just be like, oh, you know, whatever, (laughs) you know, like, I'd much rather, like, have that experience of like, no, actually, I'm gonna, even if it feels pathetic, even even if it feels, like, embarrassing that I'm out by myself while all of these couples are walking around on Valentine's Day, like, at least you're treating yourself because you could be at home, you know, just like not paying attention to who you are, but at least you are doing the things that make you feel good. And then, like you said, when somebody does come into your life, you can really, it's not like a surprise, you know, it's more of like a a requirement actually. It's like, um, it's like a requirement in the way that like, if I'm already doing this for myself, then you have like an extra step to go. Like you are doing the bare minimum already. Right. So anyone that comes in is gone. The bare minimum is met by you. So the only way that you are going to even catch my attention or make space, I'm going to make space for you is if you are doing above the minimum. Yes. And I think when we talk about women, like I think that that can be really hard for men because they already like the bar is so low for men like I was like reading a tweet and somebody was like oh he talks he listens to me when I talk and somebody was (laughs) like the bar is so low for men like that's all they have to do is just listen and it's like yeah we we really like do an awful job raising the bar for them because we don't raise the bar for ourselves when we're trying to love ourselves you know we keep the bar so low for ourselves so that when a guy comes in and he's like, oh, I'll buy you, you know. I mean, it can be anything. Like, you know, everybody has different things, but you, there, there's just certain things that I think are like, what should be common standard right, treatment. Right, I feel right. like for a guy to listen to you when you speak, that should be the standard, like right. period. Like you right. don't get a cookie for that. Right. Like if you are interested in me, uh, you know, you should listen to what I have to say. (laughs) Right. And that's the thing. It's like we, so for so long, we have just required men to just kind of like be there and show up and like, kind of just be the picture of, of, you know, he's here and he's in a relationship and he's, you know, he's not cheating on me and he listened to me or whatever. And it's like, well, that's what he's supposed to do in a monogamous relationship. So I think for us, you know, for all of us individually, for whoever comes into your life, like why not already do the bare minimum things? You know, do you listen to yourself? Like ask yourself that question. Like, do I really listen to myself? Do I listen to my, when I have good ideas, do I, 
oh, this is a word. <laughs> Listen, when I have good when when you have good ideas, do you just swipe them away and say, nah, I can't do that or whatever? Or do you listen to yourself and do you support yourself? You know, when your body is like feeling like, you know, achy or, you know, something is going on with your body, do you listen to yourself or do you push that feeling away? And you're like, I just got to push through this day. Right. Like we, we are, we are talking to ourselves all the time. Our body is talking to ourselves. Our minds are talking to you. And it's just like, half the time we don't even listen to ourselves. Right. And I think that's the thing that I love that you kind of pointed that out. And I want people that are listening to really understand that is a huge component of self-love, like self-love and, and, and really embodying love in your energy, in your space. It's a lot of that. That's something that I've had to do, um, especially in the last year. I've had some different things come up with health and mm-hmm. I have just have to been like, listening to my body and not just saying is you know this is normal or I'm not going to worry about it but really trying to figure out okay what are some things that are going on what can I start to do to improve and and care about myself and so I've really you know done a lot of revamping of how I view my body and how I'm looking at those things but one of the things that I, I have been continuously telling myself is you deserve to be well mm. you deserve to feel well you know, I've taken it about like, oh, if you if you want to look this way or be this weight or whatever, but what does feeling well look like for you? And how can you embody that in your day-to-day life? And then it takes those actions that a lot of times I would look at as trying to just shrink myself for the sake of shrinking myself. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, I feel really good. It's changed like my how I prioritize it, how I define it what I do because my goal is not exactly the same, but I'm feeling the positive effects of it and just taking better care of myself. Right. Um, so yeah, I think I, I love that. One of the other things that I've really learned and taken on in the last year was how proud I am of my intuition and mm-hmm. trusting my inner voice, because I feel like that was something I wasn't always able to do. So it's just kind of like, yeah, we are the experts of ourselves. We can trust ourselves. Exactly what you're saying. We can listen to ourselves. If we have ideas, not to shun shun them or, you know, doubt our, ourselves, bet on yourself. It kind of runs right, like, yeah, like right. it's okay to bet on yourself. And mm-hmm. then when you start to do that, you're already laying the groundwork for someone right. else to come in and add to it. Right. And even what you're saying about like how you're taking care of your body and like I've, I've, I've been around for your journey with your health, you know, for our entire lives, basically. So like, even hearing you talk about it in that way, it's completely different from any other time I've heard you talk about being healthy and listening to your body in that way. It's so intentional. It's so, it's not about shrinking. Like you said, it's not about the, the stereotypical ways that we think about getting healthy. It's about really what feels good to you. And once again, that intentionality is something that is so important to have on the inside of you so that you can take it to a relationship should that come, you know, right. whenever that comes, you already know that like, I'm not looking for a cookie cutter, whatever. I'm not looking for a cookie cutter health. I'm not, I'm yeah. not looking to shrink myself like everybody else is. Right. I'm looking for this specific thing. I want to feel this. I want to, you know, know that my body is working for me in this way and that's the same thing that you take into your relationships. Because if you want to, if you take into your relationship, like, oh, I want it to look like, you know, whoever relationship goals are right now, it's like, that's nice and cute, but like, you have to have intentionality. And that's something that like, 
me and my partner, we work on a lot because mm-hmm. it's, we are two completely different people with two different backgrounds, you know? And so we have to like sit down with each other and say, okay, we are working towards intentionality. So I'm not just going to throw at you what I know stereotypically men like, you know, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to ask you, what do you like? How do you like this to go? You know, and the same for him, he's going to sit down with me and it's not going to be like, oh, I just know that girls like me to post, you know, them on my woman crush Wednesday. Because for me, that don't do anything for me. And so having that conversation is so important, but it's one of those things where it's like, you have to know yourself. You have to understand that like, that's actually not how I receive love. Why do I know that? Because I know how I receive love. I've been working on it this whole time, you know? And I think being able to have that, have that is really, really, really important. And I don't know if a lot of people are working on that as much as we could be, especially women, you know, I I have to say that, you know, especially as women, I think we just kind of take what we can get a lot of the times. And I think that is such a huge kind of light on how we treat ourselves as well, where we just kind of like take what we can get whatever is um, available to us, we'll just take it and we settle. And then it's like, so how, what message are you communicating to yourself about your worth? Um, I think the, the cost of it is high. And I think that's why a lot of women don't allow themselves to free themselves mm-hmm. in that way, mm-hmm. because it's, it's a high cost when you yeah. decide that you're not going to settle, you know, for less. And for everyone, it, that's different in what it is, you know, internally, because our bodies and our hearts tell us like, it's not even a, just about having high standards. Cause I think typically when you see like the woman, the, that you kind of define as the gold standard of not settling. And, you know, you might say, oh, and she has really high standards. So she's never going to find someone that matches that. I think it's very different from someone who maybe has impossible standards, mm-hmm. but you have standards for yourself that you are like, it's very important to me that this is what I I have. Mm -hmm. And when that's not met, you know, Mm -hmm. but you may still decide it's easier to just accept what I'm being given. You know, even if you try to bring it up and see if that person's willing to work on it. And then if they're not, you'll just say, okay, well, I'm just going to take what it is because Mm -hmm. the opposite of that is the cost of that. You may be alone for longer than you want to be. And I, I don't like to make it like a rose colored glasses lens. Like people love to say, especially when you get out of a relationship where they're like, you know, this is time, you know, being single is time to just hang out with your girlfriends and do everything. It's hard when you want a relationship. So it's very, it's not rainbows and butterflies all the time when you're really lonely and you really just want to connect with someone and have a person in your corner. I just have to tell myself, I'm still living my life and I'm still living in a way that I know is for my higher and greater good by myself, maybe, but I'm still doing that. And so it is kind of the sense of I'm enjoying my life, but I'm not even trying to enjoy it in, in the hopes of like, oh, look at me, universe, enjoying my life. Like, go ahead and bring so-and-so in because I think we do that. We try to bargain with, you know, we try to bargain and say, you know, oh, they said that if you're loving yourself and you're not thinking about it, then that's when they'll come. So we try to fake ourselves out and act like we're not thinking about it. It's like, no, I really don't think that's how this works. I think it's just something you embody internally and time and 
um, it all just has to line up and we don't have control over that, unfortunately. That's in the control of the universe in the higher power or whatever. So <laughs> I think a lot of women just really have to examine and say, what is it that I want? What do I want to embody? And am I willing to do it for myself first? Maybe sometimes only. Because at the end of the day, we're not all guaranteed that we're going to find the love of our lives on this, right. you know, in this earthly realm that right. we're living in. That's not a guarantee for all of us. Right. So if that never happens for you, what will your life be? Mm-hmm. And I think that's really heartbreaking for a lot of women because of what we're conditioned to. to that's think. kind of like, I used, I used to feel that way. I used to be like, I just wish like God would just tell me like, am I supposed to be alone for the rest of my life or not? You know, right. because I was just like, not ever able to like make real connections with people. And I, you know, feel like, especially after like my last relationship ended and that heartbreak, I was just like, I think is this a sign that I'm supposed to be alone? Is this a sign that like, this is it for me? Um, and so it's hard to like relinquish that control, you know, and to say to the universe, whether you do or don't bring somebody in my life, I'm good. I don't know how many people can say that, like, honestly, like with all of their being to feel that way. Um, I know we're not taught to. That's a hard thing to do when they say like, don't think about it and like right. let it go and then that's when it'll, co- it'll come to you it's just like I, I know that's what you guys are saying but you know for me it's just like I want to do and I get to do some cool stuff in my life and I want to be able to like look over and see somebody else enjoying it with me like I want to be able to say like oh I'm looking you know because I, I travel a lot or I have was able to travel a lot before COVID and it's just like I wish for so many times that I would be able to have somebody to see what I'm seeing, how beautiful it is, how wonderful it is. And sometimes it it can be lonely. You know, I do have to be honest about that. It can be, it can be really lonely and it can be, um, make you really weary because we're made for connection. But on the flip side of that, it's like knowing what you need to have on on the inside of you even though you may feel weary and tired and exhausted like at the end of the day it's still so important that you just continue to like live and love yourself because the alternative is is you not pouring into yourself and that's like what's the point of life then you know yeah you're just you're wasting time because at the end of the day we can feel all that we're saying we feel that's not going to change the reality. And that's what I had to tell myself. None of this, none of how I feel or me, you know, begging and pleading or just wishing I had someone next to me is going to make them come tomorrow. Mm -hmm. It's just Mm -hmm. not. So I want to try to enjoy this life. And I believe that because I have a desire to be in a partnership with someone that it will be in this lifetime because some people don't desire that or they, you know, they've been there, done that. And I'm kind of like, you know, I still want that, that experience for myself, but I, am I going to waste all my time? Just, you know, every year putting that on my like wish list. Okay. This year's year. And it's, you know, if I feel like every year I just roll it over, like, okay, this is the year that I'm going to like meet the love of my life. But then it's like, I still got to live my life. That doesn't mean that if I have that desire, I sit on my butt and do nothing you know, and it's, it's, especially when you get like, you know, I'm in my early thirties now. So there are life decisions, things like considering buying a house and a lot that I was like, I'm just going to put those bigger things off because I want to experience that with a partner. But it's like, 
okay, so what if you're like 40, 50, 60, and there's no one there? Are you just never gonna do those like things? you would have never experienced like yeah you know, it's kind of like yeah. if you have a desire to travel you know you don't have to wait for a guy to come into your life so you, you can have you know the vacations and all those things like you can start to do that as well or if you do decide you want to buy a house you don't have to wait for someone to buy a house because at, at the end of the day we don't know when that may happen for us and if it will happen for us so again it's really embodying and taking that level of self-love it's very radical it's like a very radical self-love it kind of reminds me um there's an instagram influencer who i love i always talk about her hyatt so she i think it was last year maybe or maybe two years ago she had a ring custom made if you see it it looks like it would be an engagement ring Mm -hmm. but she had it custom made for herself and people were like oh, are you engaged? Like when, you know, she was on the post and show yeah. it. And um, she was like, no, I'm not engaged. I had this ring made for myself because so often I put timelines on my life and it was like, I want a ring by 30 and I want that. So she's like, so I, I did get a ring by 30. I bought wow. it for myself. And I just thought when I heard that, I was like, that is so radical. Like she literally, everything that she would want in like a ring and it had like representation of her family. Like there were some stones that represented her um, siblings, I believe, and her nieces and nephews. And so it was very like intricate and detailed to her. And I really think like an ode to loving who she is and it's and shattering a timeline. Right. Because if you're like, I want a ring by 30 and you have bought this for yourself, you can breathe a little bit and it may kind of be like a, you know, mind trick or like some kind of psychology, but I just thought that was such a cool way to celebrate herself and not focus on, oh, I'm 30 years old and I don't have this or I don't have the love that I wanted or whatever, but how can I celebrate my love? How can I celebrate who the woman that I'm becoming? Right. How can I celebrate that I'm balling enough to be able to afford a really nice ring for myself? I don't have to wait, you know, necessarily if I don't want to for someone that can afford this for me. So I think I just really hope more of us as women, you know, because we're speaking a lot to women in this, would get to that point of just being willing to be radical for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And intent, I think that speaks so much to intentionality as well and specificity. Yes. It's like, it's so, you're going to pick exactly each diamond, each jewel, each whatever hue that you want in this ring. Like once again, like you, you are literally asking yourself, like, what would I like, you know? Yeah. And so often as women, like, we just, once again, we take what we can get and we don't ask ourselves, like, what would you actually like right. when you get engaged? Like a lot of men pick out the ring themselves and it's just and like, you just take it like, oh, yeah, you just got to take it. And that's, you know, that's nice and all well and good. Right. But, you know, that's still just like, I feel like speaks to the level of like how much this woman loves herself that she was able to sit and think like, I'd really enjoy to have something that represents my siblings. I'd really enjoy to have something that represents this in my life or this, you know? And I think it, I think that's something that we can always be doing for ourselves. Yeah. Like you and your health journey to be asking yourself, I, how would this food make me feel? You know, how would moving my body in this way? How did, and you're just asking yourself over and over again, how does this make you feel? I just feel like that's really, really important. And that's like something, once again, like we just are not taught to be that level of specific because when you do that, 
you are once again setting that bar yeah and it's because anyone that comes in your life they're gonna see how you operate they're gonna see like oh you bought a ring for yourself that looks like something I would buy so what can I do to still get to know you and even you know because she does desire partner as well so when that time comes for her it'll be even more beautiful because it's outside of she already has developed the love so any ring that you know, he does provide towards her to show, to signify his love and the symbol of marriage and all of those things. It can be something even more beautiful. It can be something even more specific to them. I think it just, it just, oh my God, when you really take hold of that, it can only better you for a relationship. And I will say this, it can only better you for a relationship for a man who is ready for that, because Mm. a lot of men will be intimidated by that and and will not understand it. And they will make you feel bad, but a man who is secure in himself and knows what he has to offer, he has no problems or qualms about you loving yourself to that level. Mm, mic drop. <laughs> Ooh, that is, I mean, honestly, that really is a mic drop because, you know, I, I was told in my last relationship that my expectations were too high right. um, and that my standards were too high. And for a while, I thought they were. For and, and and looking back, I'm like, oh my god, the bar was actually on the floor, sir. <laughs> it was actually on the floor. You just you just couldn't jump over you just it, and meet that's it. Yeah. you just couldn't meet it, and that's fine. But it's like, I, I wish that men understood. Um, and this that's of course the generalization. I'm not saying grouping all right. men together, but right. you know, for for the general you know population of men, I wish they understood that like it's a good thing when yes. you find a woman who has, has learned all of this stuff, because I mean, she is, I'm not going to be, I'm not impressed with the flashy, whatever, you know, I'm not impressed with the cookie cutter, what you think all women enjoy. Right. I'm impressed when you actually like do something that's specific and intentional, yeah. you know, I'm impressed when it really feels like you're getting to know me because then right. that allows me to really get to know you. It kind of cuts that, uh, those gender roles that a man is just supposed to like, you know, provide and, and, and give all of the money and the things. And it's like, I'm telling you, that's actually not what I want. Like, I'm, I'm happy with, you know, something that doesn't cost that much. If I know you put time and effort and thought into it, if you really sat there and thought like, oh, what was she really like? Instead of it being like, oh, this is what all girls like. Right. Right. No, (laughs) you know? And so I feel like it, takes takes some pressure off in my opinion from my perspective it should take pressure off of men because it's like I don't have to provide all of the money at least you know for me that personally that's how I feel maybe some women do want a man who is like able to provide money and everything but for me personally I don't need money I want to know that you're thinking and thoughtful and specific listening to what we're talking about so that in three months when I said that oh that teddy bear was cute now it's my birthday and look what's on my doorstep, the right. teddy bear, you know, like, <laughs> like something like that. And I just don't think, I, I think guys see it as such a negative. It causes them to level up, but I also think it causes them to tap into their own levels of creativity because right. it's very easy to blanket, give people things. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of men, and of course I'm not a man, so this is just me speaking from the experiences with interacting with men. I think a lot of them also are used to operating with women in a manipulative way. Mm-hmm. So I think that even the way they try to quote unquote court us is, is tied into manipulation, is tied into 
you know, more than likely, oh, I want to sleep with that girl. So what can I do? What are like the pieces I can move to make that happen? Right. But I think it's, I want to see more men who are really wanting to get to know someone, building something. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we see a lot of lack on and both men and women in this generation is right. like yeah. building and what that mm-hmm. looks like. Like not just saying, all right, you got 10 minutes. That's all I got for you but actually getting to know people, actually learning what they like. Because when you have a woman who has it all together in that way and isn't looking to you for that, you have to bring something else. And exactly what you're saying, it doesn't mean that that woman is not, um, doesn't have a valuable thing that they can add to your life, but are you willing to let it develop? Are you willing to let yourself develop and let, really not letting your worth be tied to just what you can right, give. Yeah. Does, I'm, I'm like, it's isn't insane. that, isn't that, make, doesn't that make me tired? <laughs> right. It should release the pressure because it should be like, oh, great. I don't have to be balling. You know, I don't have to have like the most incredible job ever. Like right. I said, personally for me, that's how I feel. Right. Um, I feel like that should release some pressure. I'm, I'm literally asking for you. I'm asking for your, your mind. I'm asking right. you to just use what's free. This, your brain is free. You don't got, you don't got to pay for that. You know, right. your mind to tell me, to, to tell me how you feel, you know, about, about me. Um, but they have to be comfortable with themselves too. The same way we talk about this self-love journey for women. I feel like men, you know, they've been conditioned in a certain way and they need to also be on a journey. That's something that's really important. They have to listen to themselves. They have to be able to listen to their own intuition and right and realize their worth is not just what I can give, but you are also a human being. You also have hopes, dreams, goals. And there is a woman who wants to hear that. And there is a woman who wants to nurture that and come alongside it the Mm -hmm. same way I want to do, you know, want you to do with me. I just think so uh, sometimes men are are not used to that. Like Mm -hmm. someone coming to the core of them. It's just the surface, how I look, what car I drive, what, how much money and gifts I can give you. But I kind of look at it when I think about partnership, that's what I want because I've always been like, at the end of the day, the man that you are out in the world, you know, grinding and doing what you have to do, you know, getting beat down, maybe depending on where you are in life and your station or whatever. When you come home and we're in our, our the home that we've built, I want it to be a place of peace for both of us. Like right. I want right, for both of you us. to just yeah. be able to strip down all those layers and be the core of who you are and the same for me. And so that's what I'm like, when I see guys doing a lot of these things, I think they've conditioned in their brain who I am doesn't matter. What I provide is the only thing that matters. And like you said, even for for women who want a man that provides, at the end of the day, that's not all that they you should right. want them for. You should also want to connect with them mm-hmm. on a deeper level. So I think all across the board, there just needs to be more self-love, more right. um, developing our own individual worthiness so that when we come together with people, should it be in the cards, it looks different. Right. Yeah. I feel that as well. I think um, if you guys, you know, if you don't have anything to do for Valentine's Day or just for this like time, I would definitely suggest starting this kind of journey, men and women alike, do something good for yourself. If you're not in a partnership with somebody, go experience something new, really like get to know yourself. If you don't know your love language, go take the quiz online and find out your love language and like, do things that would give yourself love. 
And if, if that is staying at home and chilling and watching a movie, like absolutely do that. Right. But if you feel like in your heart, you'd like to do something, you'd like to go out to eat, you'd like to, you know, go skydiving or whatever the case may be, like do it. Why not? So do you have any, um, I guess, obviously you're in a, a relationship right now, mm-hmm. but outside of just what your plans would be in your relationship, do you have any plans for like the upcoming time of like showing yourself love? Well, for me, self-love is like super important. I take a a day every week for myself. Usually this week is like I said, hectic. And so I haven't been able to do it, but I always try to get in like one day, a full day. I don't do anything. I usually um, do my hair and then I'll take a bath at night and um, just really like revel in me, what I want to do. I usually get some sushi for dinner and like it's just whatever I want to do all day if I want to sit at home and watch tv I'll sit at home and watch tv but for me it's really 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 important to take time to to just be with myself because if I don't I will just go 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 um so it's really important for that time because then I can listen to myself I can hear what I really want I do a lot of journaling usually during that time. So yeah, actually for Christmas, I asked for a lot of like bath accessories yeah. so that I could take that, my bath like to the next level, you know, because I'm, you know, leveling up on my self-love. So yeah, that's, that's literally what I generally do in my life. And I really have felt the, the difference in, yeah. in how I approach loving myself because I, I am intentional about taking that time for myself. So yeah, that's kind of like what I do generally. Um, But I actually haven't thought about like, you know, something for, you know, just this time, something intentionally that I can do, but I will keep that on the brain. What about you? Yeah, I, like I said, for the last couple of years have kind of done like a nice little making some treats and just having a little celebration because that makes me feel good to have like a nice little treat or candy or something and a nice little drink. So I'll probably do that. Maybe I'll make some cookies or cupcakes or I don't know, something like that. (laughs) Um, But make like a drink as well. You know, just have like a nice little treat. Maybe I'll get some sushi since you brought that up. That might be like a nice (laughs) meal to have. Um, But that's typically how I plan on on a day like Valentine's Day and just those days when I really need to infuse that in my life. Mm -hmm. I just think about all the things that I enjoy. What are some of the foods that I enjoy? What are things that I like to do? So I probably will watch like a movie or listen to music, something like that. I think I'm going to also do a um, Galentine's Day like event. Oh, fine. So I've never been to one that was, oh no, I'm not hosting it, but um, on Meetup, there's one. And um, this girl that I met, she was telling me about, about it. So I'm like, oh, maybe I'll check that out and hang out with some other girls because I've never, I've done it maybe with like my best friend or something like that, but to kind of be in a collective of a group of people and just having a nice little, I I guess it's going to be like a sit down thing or, you know, whatever, but yeah, I'm just going to really just love on myself and celebrate, you know, hopefully I'll have some things to celebrate Mm -hmm. um, once that time comes and just really have a good old time. Yeah. (laughs) I just want anybody who is out there who is alone, who, you know, even in listening to this, you're still thinking about that, how you're feeling or what you wish you had in that time. And maybe it is really hard for you. Maybe you're going through a breakup or in grief in some way. If it's one thing that you can do to infuse 
loving on you. Even if you're in a happy, healthy relationship, right. if there's something you can do outside of what your partner may be planning for you that can you can infuse loving on you, I really encourage you all to, to do that. Right. On Valentine's Day, of course, but if every day, if you want to, um, especially if you're a Black person, because right. like Kiara mentioned, it is Black History Month. The Black community has been through so much in this past year. You deserve to celebrate and embrace and ha have a day, if nothing else, of ease and love and peace and luxury if you want. So right. <laughs> live it up. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for coming to hang out with us. We truly, truly are thankful for every second of your time. But before you go, we'd like to ask you for a teensy weeny favor. Your support means the world to us. And if you love what we're doing enough, come show us some love and follow us on Instagram at the Undefined Good Girls Podcast. And while we're on your minds, why not go ahead and subscribe here too? We love you guys and we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.